Hello, everybody. How are you out there? Hope you've had yourselves a great little week. I, uh, I did say I might give you a, an extra podcast this week. Um, I'm not. Maybe next week. Whatever. We will catch up for that missed episode, guys. I do apologize again. Uh, but yeah, my week's been kind of up and down. You know, I you know, had to take my dog in for some surgery on like maybe Wednesday last week. And, you know, she's doing all right. But, uh, you know, kind of had to stay home and, and watch her because... Um, so she, it was nothing major, guys. It's just a fucking a lump. We'll find out with a biopsy how bad it actually is and whether or not she needs to have chemo and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, she's a strange breed of dog, so you never really know what kind of bullshit is lurking under the hood, so to speak, genetically speaking. Um, you know, she's uh, half chow chow, half labradoodle or something. Kind of looks like a border collie, just a, a fluffy, gorgeous um, mess of a dog. Yeah. And so she had a big uh, big lump cut out of her. And uh, she's all right. She's a smart girl. So she kind of figured that something was up. Um, but that cone, that fucking cone of shame that they have to wear uh, so they don't rip out their own stitches or whatever. Uh, my poor dog just doesn't fucking, doesn't deal with that shit very well. And so she was, you know, kind of just standing there the whole, like, get her home and I uh, put the cone on so, you know, she doesn't rip that shit apart at night so it's, it's it's just for night times guys i'm not i'm not having to walk around the house with that sort of shit i'm just taking time off uh to keep my eye on her myself and tell her off whenever she goes for it but you know i feel real sorry for her so we've had a couple of sleepless nights because you put this cone on we try to get some sleep she can't she doesn't want to lie down with it she doesn't really even want to sit with it she just sort of um cries all fucking night i feel terrible um, so at least during the day, if I can take some time off, I'll give her a chance to sleep while I can watch her and all that sort of bullshit. But yeah, my poor puppy, Silhouette, her name is Silhouette, which is a weird, weird thing, guys. I fucking go to this, this vet. Um, they, they loved the name Silhouette as if they had never heard it before. You know, a, a black dog is quite often called Shadow. Um, I don't know why it's taken everybody so long to fucking figure out that Silhouette is a really cool name for a female black dog, but, um, yeah, it's what it is. It was a fun time at the vet, guys. Uh, they're, they're tremendous people. Shout out to vets out there, because you fucking make everything amazing for us um, animal lovers, you know? And so, yeah, that was going on the week, and it was kind of, um, like I said, just low on energy, because I hadn't had any fucking sleep, really, because... I can sleep through any fucking movie, but if there's a dog whining or I, like I hear some si- some signs of, of distress going on, like I, I can't sleep through that. My instincts don't ignore that sort of shit. So it, it was getting pretty fucked up there, and uh, I was hoping to have a fucking great weekend out and stuff, but um, that never ended up happening either. Uh, the Great Carnival were playing a show Friday, Saturday night, two shows. Um, awesome prog rock outfit from Perth fucking geniuses guys like if you don't know carnival check them the fuck out they are amazing and so they had two shows and i I didn't want to buy tickets when they first came out because i thought someone might potentially buy me a ticket for my birthday but that never fucking happened um and so by the time i found out uh they were all sold out so i missed out uh i spent all the fucking saturday trying to find um some tickets online uh, through Gumtree, which is like our version of Craigslist, sort of Facebook Marketplace sort of shit, and, and fucking they're all sold before um, before I got a chance to get in touch with everybody. So, uh, missed out. 
But I heard it was a great fucking show. If you were there, um, and you're from Perth, obviously, and you went down to the Frio Arts Centre and, and saw Carnival, how was the fucking show? Because I've seen Carnival a bunch of times, and they, they turn it the fuck on. It's, it's amazing. So, pissed off that I missed it, but, you know, it's just what it is, guys. I did um, take some time to listen to some music while I'm looking after my dog here. Uh, I mentioned the last episode that we would talk maybe about um, the new Drake EP that dropped. Uh, we don't really need to talk about it. it. It was pretty fucking trash. Like, like I have a weird relationship with Drake. Like, there was one album that I guess I just heard at the right time and it kind of hit the right vibes and I really loved it and I listened to it a whole bunch. Um, that was the Scorpion album a couple of years ago from Drake. Uh, everything else since has been kind of the same but worse, if you know what I mean. Like, he developed a pretty cool little unique style of his own within a very limited spectrum i would say of that kind of uh poppy i'm not gonna say mumble rap but you know it's just fucking drake and so yeah he released like three songs and you know one of them was okay ish but yeah whatever it, it kind of fucking sucked uh but but whatever drake's a, a, a monster um god bless him and uh <laughs> if you guys like the album let me know if you fucking think uh, i should not be checking out that sort of music at all also let me know because you know i'm all over the shop with music fucking liam sent me a whole bunch of bands to check out um they're not necessarily new so i probably won't talk about them but you know i had heard some of them before but there's so much fucking genius going on in the world in, in music right now um that i, I kind of want to talk about more of the the mainstreamy ish shit with you guys unless it really tickles my fancy and it's new um and so one of the uh, one of the albums I checked out this week was fucking from the Kings of Leon, and Jesus Christ, I forgot the fucking name of the album. Let me let me check this up real quick because um, that's going to really annoy me. Uh, but anyway, Kings of Leon, I know they had a couple of bangers, and they would have definitely um, you know thrown themselves onto the world stage with these couple of great singles, and they would have made a shitload of money from them and all that sort of stuff. Um, I was never a huge fan. It's like I guess it's the kind of music that I would just call safe rock, right? Does that make sense? That it, it's kind of rocky, you know, there's some distorted guitars, there's straight four on the floor beats, all that sort of shit, but it's it's so well produced and so, like, predictable that it, it just sort of um, it blends in with the background a little bit, if that makes sense. Uh, here's the name of the album, I just looked it up. Can you see that? And I was fucking typing it on Google while I was talking to you guys. Uh, when You See Yourself is the name of the album. When You See Yourself. And to be honest, I don't even know if Kings of Leon own this album anymore. One of the main, like, I, I listened to this album. It fucking just bored the tits off me, guys. It was, um, like I said, just super safe. Nothing really stood out to me. Um, he's got a great voice. They got a great production. Everything was just good. Just good. Not awesome, not amazing, not mind-blowing, not bad. Certainly not bad. It was just good. It was good. Um, but uh, they did something interesting with the release of this album, guys. They released it as an NFT, a non-fungible token. And uh, <laughs> we've talked to the past about fucking oh, blockchain technology and, and, and Bitcoin and all that fucking bullshit. And I know everybody's fucking sick of hearing about it. We all know. We all know. I could have been a millionaire right now if I took my own advice. But whatever. It's what it is. 
Um, there's way better places to put your money, guys. Fucking, you shouldn't be putting it in a person. Fucking into a Bitcoin that can fluctuate fucking 10, 15% just because of what fucking Elon Musk tweets or something like that. You know, it's not real, guys. It's all just fake. Uh, and so are these NFTs, but this album's been released as one. And I'm trying to get my head around what the fuck it actually means. So, so here's the deal. It's kind of like you can buy this album. Like I didn't buy the fucking album, guys. I listened to it on Spotify like an adult and gave them three or four cents um, for those views or the listens, I should say. Uh, but if you were a real fan, uh, you could go ahead and buy one of these tokens for about 50 bucks or whatever. There was a couple of different price points. And I think for the $50 sort of mark, it kind of got you, like, you get this piece of crypto or some shit. I don't know. Does it appear on an app? Does it? I, I don't know what how it actually works, but you get some, like, better digital art, I think, was part of the package. You got the digital downloads for the tracks themselves, um, which you could just get from Spotify, uh, but you get them for realsies if you use that fucking NFT, and uh, also I think you got access to like a like a, a limited edition vinyl or something like that, something actually real, which is kind of cool, you know, because a vinyl could cost you 50 bucks anyway, it was kind of cool thing, and um, as far as I can tell, I checked out the news today, they've already made like 2 million bucks just from these NFTs being sold, um, which are limited in number, um, can't be copied or something like that. I guess that's how blockchain really works. You can't really copy them and stuff like that. But I don't know, guys. Like, If this blockchain gives you access to a digital download, can't you then share the download outside of the blockchain? Of course you fucking can. It, it would come as an MP3. Um, but I, I don't fucking know. But but they, they went further. They were more expensive, like NFTs. So if you wanted to like get in with a band, you could pay like a couple of grand and you'll get like all these extra perks, like fucking four seats guaranteed front row um, to every live show, or not every live show, like one live show per tour or something like that. I don't, I don't really fucking know. Um, but but it's interesting to kind of see this new marketing strategy being adopted by the music world, because uh, that's what I'm talking about here on on the podcast quite a bit. It's like I don't think that album releases should be so precious. I don't think that fucking um, these things should take so long, cost so much, and I don't think the artist should expect so much as far as royalties and stuff goes. It's the same with Hollywood as well, guys. I, I think the exact same thing about Hollywood. There's, um, th- there's no more reason to be paying people $50 million for a fucking movie uh, unless it obviously makes that much, but obviously... There's other ways to make movies now, other ways to stream movies, other ways to publish content. So this whole bubble of um, celebrities being in this super fucking uh, rich sort of landscape, you know, let, let, let's let's make it a bit more real. Let's let's actually uh, interact with your fans and all that sort of stuff. Like here in the podcast, I'll just give you guys the music, give it give it to you, all all that sort of stuff, and. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. It doesn't really matter. You've got literally zero dollars invested in it. Um, and then if you like it, it can it can drive other sorts of stuff. It can drive traffic. It can drive um, ticket sales if we do live shows, all that sort of shit, right? Um, so this NFT thing is kind of an interesting take on that because obviously if you spent a couple of grand on the one that gave you fucking access to live shows and all that sort of shit, uh, you want to cash in on that. You want to get your money's worth. So you might end up going to shows a bit more talking about shows a bit more it's a way to invest in hype does that make sense something like that um 
but either way, they 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 should have done it fucking with one of their albums that actually had a killer single on it because uh, this album was boring as fuck. So I, I hope people get their money's worth out of whatever fucking weird crypto bullshit way that they bought into this album. I guess it means they're like kind of a part owner. It, it, it gives them a bit of pride or something like that. I mean, I don't fucking really understand what's going on with this, um, this shit, guys. As far as I'm concerned, you just put your money where your mouth is. If you like it, you pay for it. And that's end of transaction. We don't need the blockchain involved in you buying a vinyl. But here we are in the 21st whatever fucking century. It's 2021, guys. It's what happens these days. So um, check out the album. I've already forgotten again what it's called, and I'm not going to look it up again. Uh, but the Kings of Leon new album, it's fine. Uh, it's interesting with their marketing strategy behind it. Uh, if you would call it that, I don't know, maybe a purchasing strategy or something like that. I don't know what the hell this shit is. Um, I might be way off with it. If you know more than me, fucking hit me up. Reach out. You guys know how to fucking contact me. Um, Instagram uh, and Twitter, fucking at Jam Room Podcast. Or just email me directly, scott at thejamroom.com.au. And I'll get back to you. I want to I know about this NFT stuff. I want to know if it's like a, a viable option for musicians monetizing their their creative works in the future because i i'm guessing if this is a thing that like they get certain um uh privileges obviously they just get paid like as, as a band they get paid uh in a way that also still secures the digital downloads and stuff like that that's really cool that's probably what fucking lars ulrich was f- fucking complaining about with napster back then you know what i mean it's just because there was no way to secure um, the amount of downloads or anything like that, or monetize it. If this is a fucking way to do that, I'm all for it. That's really, really cool. Because let's face it, music's worth money, guys. Uh, your entertainment is worth money to people. You know, you can't just be entertained for free all the fucking time. I'm not saying that this podcast does it, but uh, and that's why I'm doing it for free. Because <laughs> it's certainly not entertaining. It's just me um, speaking bullshit to nobody. Anyway, that was pretty fun. Um, I know last week or so, I sort of hinted at uh, this new fucking Mortal Kombat trailer and how it got me thinking about um, cool songs uh, in movies. And I thought we might talk about that in the coming weeks on this podcast. Um, I'll get Curtis to sort of um, ramble off some ideas as far as cool songs go. So I've limited the fucking, um, I've limited the, uh, the search that we're going on here, guys. Movie scores. Obviously, a, a huge topic. We can get into that at, at some point, but that's not what I want to do. I don't really care about the actual score of a movie. We're going to start talking more about the great songs that are included in movies that are, you know, standalone songs anyway, right? Um, so I need some ideas. What, is, what are some fucking amazing moments in movies or just some great movies that are, are fucking enhanced by their, albeit a pop soundtrack, but the right songs at the right time all that sort of stuff. Don't fucking come at me and just say fucking ghost unchained melody. But that's the thing I'm talking about. But but that song sucks and that fucking um no oh, it doesn't suck. It's actually beautiful. But um it's just overplayed and overused. Everybody knows that fucking scene from Ghost making some shit house pottery um into a sex scene with a ghost. Uh so that's the sort of thing I'm talking about. Real songs in movies that fucking enhance the whole mood of it and just make the song better and the movie better, all that sort of stuff. We'll get into it. I realize that this whole topic was brought about by the new Mortal Kombat trailer uh, because of that fucking awesome 90s techno 
song that uh, was made into the theme song, that really doesn't count. Even though it's not a, a movie score per se, it was still totally made for the movie, so I don't know if I can include it here. Um, but you know what I'm talking about otherwise, right? I did mention like The Matrix, how they had a fucking killer soundtrack with um, Rage Against the Machine and Porter's Head and stuff like that. So let's talk about that stuff next episode. I'm going to get Curtis on. Uh, he's going to have his all ideas like he's a way bigger movie buff than myself i don't really watch movies too much um but i know what i like and i definitely did in the past so again just like the other things i'm pretty sure it'll be kind of 90s early 2000s focused because that was kind of my movie going years uh can't be fucked with that shit anymore um but yeah if you've got ideas reach out let us know all my contact details will be in the description of this podcast um and yeah, it'll be a good time. And we'll get a few more episodes out this month um, to try and make up for that fucking leave of absence due to all the bullshit from the last episode. If you want to know what happened, just listen to the last episode. I, I feel you guys in. It's what it is, guys. Uh, so to take you out today, um, we're continuing with our summary of uh, the original songs that came out of the jams that I've been showing you in the early episodes. Uh, so here's the next one. Uh, it comes from episode 26. Uh, which I guess in that episode would also mention its full context, like the actual jam it came from. Because episode 26 is like the second episode of the reboot. Um, so that'll be like the second episode you could find on Spotify. All the old episodes are all still on iTunes and anything else um, because Spotify suck with that sort of stuff. And so you might be able to listen to the whole jam and see where the fucking song came from. But check out episode 26 and it will tell you more information. It might even have that segment cut out in that episode. But either way, here's the song from it. Right here, right now, at the end of this episode. Starting as I'm speaking right now, maybe, if I've done my fade-ins and stuff like that. Depends how it goes in editing, guys. But have a great week. Reach out, let us know about this fucking movie song idea. And uh, we'll take it from there. This is the Jamming Podcast. Podcast.